Shalom to all. Today's daf is the very first daf of Masechah's Getin. That's daf Bays. And just like we're starting this Masechah together, we should be Zachar to finish it together. And of course, all of Shas together. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Maris Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov Maisha, Her Nishama Shadavan Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantif, Ben Abrasher Anshul, his Nishama Shadavan Aliyah, and Bishos Rafal Chaim Meir, Ben Simachasha, he should be gebenched with their Fuah Shlema, Bekar of Mamish. Now, the name of this Masechta is plural of the word get. And although this word usually refers to halachic bill of divorce, it's also used for other stars, such as get shechur, which is a document used to free a non-Jewish slave. And even sometimes monetary documents can have the word get appended to them. So let's just focus on the classic understanding of the word get. If a man wishes to divorce his wife, he has to give her a get. And as we're going to see, the Torah tells us, because of law sefer krisos, he shall write for her a sefer, which is kairos, meaning it severs the relationship between them. So get has to be written down on something. And we're going to learn what it can be written down on. He also has to give it to her, as the Pasuk says, Now we're going to learn that he doesn't have to physically place it in her hand, he can also place it in her Roshos. Furthermore, it doesn't have to be him, it could be his Shliach, his messenger. As we know, a man's Shliach is just like him. And also, as with every star, a get needs Adim, witnesses signed on it, and we're going to discuss that at length as well. Now the subject of this first Mishnah and Gemara are of utmost importance. The Mishnah introduces the line, And literally this means, it was written before me and it was signed before me. And this is what the shliach must say if he brings a get from Chutz Laaretz. And in the Gemara, we're going to learn of Machlaikas between Rab and Rava why the shliach needs to say this. And so without further ado, let's begin the Mishnah. Hamevi get Medinas Hayam, someone who brings a get from Medinas Hayam, Sarach Shiyomer Befane Nechtav Ubefane Nechtam, he has to say the words Befane Nechtav Ubefane Nechtam, it was written and signed before me. Now, although the word Medinas Hayam literally means overseas, it's used to refer to Chutz Laaretz as a whole, even though this place in Chutz Laaretz is not actually overseas. And one more pointer, as we had just mentioned before, this person who's bringing the get is not the husband. This is referring to a shliach of the husband. When a shliach, a messenger, is coming on behalf of the husband to bring a get, so he has to say, Even if he brings it from Rechem and Cheger, which are right outside of Eretz Yisrael, still he would have to say, Even if he brings a get from Kfar Ludim to Lud, these are like twin cities that are right next to each other, just one's on one side of the border, the others on the other side of the border. Still, he would have to say, The only time a person has to say, is if he brings a get from Medina Sayyam, from Chutz Laaretz, or brings it to there. The mission continues, If he brings it from one Medina to another in Chutz Laaretz, he would have to say, And Rosh Hashim Gamliel says, Even if he brings it from from one rulership to another rulership. Hegmania comes from the word Hegmain, which literally means ruler. And Rav Shem Gamliel is referring to a city or a locale that's ruled by two separate rulers, and the border is very tightly controlled in between them, kind of like in between East and West Berlin. Even though we're talking about the very same city, since it's controlled by two separate rulers, one bringing a get from one side to another would have to say, And now we're going to talk about the borders of Eretz Yisrael, what's considered inside and what's considered outside. So Rabbi Huda says, From the place called Rekem, towards the east, is considered Chutz La'aret, and Rekem itself is like the east, meaning Rekem itself is considered Chutz La'aret. From Ashkelon and south is considered Chutz La'aret, and Ashkelon itself is considered the south, meaning it's considered Chutz La'aret. 
Me'akai Litzafain, Ve'akai Kitzafain, from Akai and north is considered Chutzlaret, and Akai itself is considered the north. Whereas Rav Meir, Rav Meir says, Akai Ka'eretz Yisrael Gitin, Akai is like Eretz Yisrael when it comes to Gitin. And the mission concludes with Halacha, Hamevi Gab Eretz Yisrael, if someone brings a get within Eretz Yisrael, in Itzach Shem, Befan Nechtam, Befan Nechtam, he doesn't have to say Befan Nechtam, Befan Nechtam, Vim Yashal of Oyrim, and if there's someone protesting the validity of the Shtar, meaning if the husband comes to Bezdin and he says, This Shtar is a forgery, it's a fake, it's Mezoyef, so Yiskayim Bechasamov, it can be validated through its signatures, meaning all we would have to do is find people that can validate these signatures to prove that they're not forgeries, and that would be enough. We don't have to say Befan Nechtam, Befan Nechtam in Eretz Yisrael. And so now the Gemara asks, My Taima, why is it that one would have to say Befan Nechtam, Befan Nechtam? What were Chazal worried about that they were Metakin, that a Shliach has to say Befan Nechtam, Befan Nechtam, and that takes care of the issue? What was the issue? So Rabbi Amar Rabbi tells us, Bezon Bezon Tap, Lefisha in Bikin Lashma. That's because people in Chutzal Aretz, they're not Baki Lashma. They're not Bene Tayyarashi says, they don't know that a get needs to be written Lashma, that it has to be written for the woman herself. The Pasuk says, because of law, it has to be written for her, and that means not to be written for a different woman, but they don't know this. So therefore, when the Shliach comes from Chutzal Aretz to Eretz Yisrael, and he says, Befani Nechta, Befani Nechtam, it was written and signed in front of me, so then we can ask him, Oh, was it written Lashma? And then he'll be able to tell us. Now, Rav Hamar, he explains, That's because there aren't Edim commonly found in order to be able to validate the get. Rav says we're addressing a totally different issue with this takana of Let's say the husband comes into Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael and he claims that the get's mezoyef. It's a fake. It's a forgery. So how are we going to validate the get proving that it really is good? We have to validate the signatures. We need to have two Edim coming saying that they know that these signatures are not a fake. But where are we going to get those Edim from? From, because where are Edom going to come from that know these signatures from Chutzlaharetz? But we say that in Shayaris Mitsuyas, there aren't caravans often going back and forth between Chutzlaharetz and Eretz Yisrael. So it's not very common that we're going to find Edom to be able to validate the signatures. Therefore, when the Shliach comes and says, that's considered like a validation of the Shtar in case there's an error, in case there's a protest that this get is not valid. Now the Gemara just asked, my Benayu, what's the difference between Rab and Rava? So Ika Benayu, we have the following three differences between them. The Asu Betray, if two Two people brought this get. So according to Rabbah, even if two people brought the get, they still would have to say because we don't know if it's written Lishma. Whereas according to Rabbah, the whole chashash is we're not going to be able to find Adim to be Makaim the get in case there's an issue. Well, here we have Adim in front of us. We have two Adim, not one. So according to Rava, they would not have to say in this case. Next case is Inami, alternatively, if they're bringing it from one Medina to another in Eretz Yisrael. For example, we have Yehuda and Galil. These are two different Medinas in Eretz Yisrael. And we're assuming right now that there is not so much travel in between them. So according to Rava, we would not need to say because we're in Eretz Yisrael and they're Baki Lishma. Whereas according to Rava, since there are not Shayaris Mitsuyas, there's not so much travel, we wouldn't be able to find Adam easily. So the Shliach would have to say Inami, alternatively, if he's bringing it within the same Medina in Medina Sayam. According to Rabba, we would have to say because we're talking about Chutzlaretz and they're not Baki Lishma, whereas according to Rava, they would not have to because there are Sharas Mitsuyas. There's always people going back and forth, and we'd be able to find Adim to validate the Shtar if necessary. Now the Gemara is going to ask a question on Rabba, and we're going to ask a very similar question on Rava on tomorrow's daf. Well, Rabba, according to Rabba, the Amr, he said that the reason why we have to say is Lafisha in Bikin Lishma because they're not Baki Lishma. So this Shliach saying is considered like an edos that he knows for sure that it was written Lishma. 
Well, if that's so, Libai Trey, we should have to require two shluchim or two adim to say this. Why is that? Just like all other adis in the Torah, we know that whenever we have to give adis about something, let's say Ruvain's trying to get money from Shimon, he claims that Shimon owes him money, he has to have two adim testifying about that. We can't just have one aid, so why would one aid be okay over here? So our answer is no, aid echonam and surin. When we're dealing with Isser, one aid is always believed. And this is a concept that we find throughout Shas, aid echonam and surin. For example, you want to go to your friend's house to eat something. Why are you allowed to eat there? Who says the food's kosher? Maybe you should have to have two Adam saying, we know that the food's kosher. And we know that's not so. And the reason is because of this concept, one person is neman to say that this thing is permitted, that this thing is not usher. And so it's the same thing over here. This one aid, who's again a shliach, he's believed to say, and that's good enough for us over here. But now the Gemara asks, how could that be? Perhaps we only say this concept of that we believe one aid, that's for example, if we're dealing with a piece of meat and we're not so sure if it's chalev or shuman, chalev is forbidden fat, shuman is permitted fat. So we're just not so sure what the status of this piece of meat is. So over there, we could believe one aid to say, don't worry, it's kosher. Why? Because there isn't a definite isra over here. There's no confirmed isra over here yet. So therefore, he's believed to tell us that in this case of suffolk, don't worry, it's kosher. But over here, this chazak ish. We have a confirmed isra of eshes ish. What does that mean? So this woman who's receiving the get, we know for sure that she's an Ashes Ish. We know that she's a married woman. So that's considered a confirmed Isser. Now we're trying to undo that Isser by saying that this is a kosher get and she's not a married woman. We can't necessarily use two Adam for that. That's considered Ischazak Isura. And another question as well, have a Davashaba We're also dealing with Arias. A Davashaba means we're dealing with Arias. And whenever we deal with Arias, we have to have a minimum of two. And this is also a rule we find throughout Shas that even though in certain situations we're allowed to have one aid, as we just said, whenever we deal with Arias, since Arias is very chamor, we have to have two Adim. So over here also, we're dealing with Arias, so we should have to have two Adim. Why is it okay to have just one aid saying, So Gemara answers by changing its understanding of Rabbah slightly. That when Rabbah said, it doesn't mean that the majority of people in Chutzlaretz are not Bucky, that they don't know that we have to write a get Lashma. Really, Rav Baki and Hain. The majority of people in Chutzlaretz are Bucky, and they know that the get has to be written Lashma. And Vafil Rav Meir, even according to Rav Meir, he's always chayshesh for the minority, meaning he's always chayshesh that even though there's just a minute possibility that something might have happened, still we have to be chayshesh for that. So that means that according to Av Meir, we should still suspect that maybe this get that's coming from Dinas Hayam wasn't written Lashma. Even for him, it's not an issue. Why? Because Stam Safri Didaini Migmar Gamiri, a standard cipher that's writing the get, he's learned and he knows it has to be written Lashma. Let's just pause over here for a second to explain what a Safri Didaini is. When a person wants to have a get written, it has to be written in Ksav Ashuris, like a say for a tire or tefillin and mezuzahs are written, and therefore it has to be written by a competent cipher. And the majority of the time, a person himself is not going to be writing his own get, he's going to go to Bezdin, and Bezdin has their own cipher called the Safra de Dina, and he writes the get. So he's a Tamil Chacham, and he knows it has to be written Lashma. So according to everyone, 99.9% of getin coming from Chutz Laaretz are written Lashma. So we have a chashash da so that it wasn't written Lashma. So why do we need to say according to Rabba? The answer is It's the Rabbanon that required him to say because of a remote possibility that maybe this fellow found a get in the garbage, for example, and happened to have had his name and his wife's name on it, and he decided, hey, let me give this to my wife, and that's not a valid get which can be used, and it's because of this chashash, the Rabbanon required a shliach to say So why is it okay to have just one aid? 
Hacha Gimel Menalfan Tap Mishum Iguna Akilu Barabanan. It's because of Iguna that the Rabbanon were Mekel. Now most of us know what the word Iguna means. This means a woman who's stuck. She's not able to get remarried because she hasn't received the proper get yet, but her husband's not here or he's not willing to give her a get. So over here we have this get coming Mimdina Sayam. It's coming from overseas. It's coming from Chutzlaret. Perhaps we have no way to contact the husband, or it'd be a very long journey, or who knows where the husband is. So we're not able to obtain another get from him. And this woman's going to be an Iguna if you require too much to validate this get. Therefore, the Chamim say, since we have this very minimal chashash anyway, we believe one aid to say, But now the Gemara asks, Hi, Kulahu, Chumrahu. You're saying this is a Kula for her? It really can turn out to be a Chumra. Why is that? If you're going to require two Edim to say, The husband now is not able to come and contest the validity of the get and passel it. But if there's only one aid saying, The husband is able to come, contest test the validity of this get, and he would passel it, because it would be one versus one. But if the husband comes against two Adim, he wouldn't be believed against these two Adim. So this Kula, that we only need one aid, might turn out to be a Chumrah for her. So my answer is no. Since it was stated on when this Shliach is giving the get to the woman, in front of how many people does he have to give it to her? Rabbi Yechner, Rabbi Chanina, they argue about this. Chanam, or one of them says, in front of two people. The other one says he has to give it in front of three people. So since the Shliach has to give it over in front of at least two people, Meikara Meidik Originally, meaning before he embarks on the Shlichus of his, he's going to double, triple, quadruple check into it to make sure this is a valid get and that the husband really wants to divorce his wife. And he's not going to come to bring a reyes on himself, meaning he doesn't want to put himself into a compromised position, that he's the official Shliach, he's giving the get over to the wife, and then the husband comes in and says, the whole thing's a fake and a forgery. And therefore, we know for sure that this Shliach checked into it and made 100% certain this is a valid get and that the husband wants to divorce his wife. And therefore, even if the husband comes along and says that it's a fake get and that it's a forgery, we don't believe the husband, we believe the shliach. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow explaining Shita's Rava. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.